On a specified Welcome to the Beetle Boys. Today's story, The Cause. John was just about finished with his cornflakes and cream when his Aunt Mimi called to him from upstairs. John? Is she talking to the toilet? Once you have cleaned up after yourself and brushed your teeth, Both of them? You can go outside and play for a while. Hooray! Adding, it may be a little brisk, so be sure to put on your coat. Do I need my long underwear? All right, Aunt Mimi, John replied. So like a good little chap, he put his empty cereal bowl and spoon in the sink, hurried down a glass of water, Now I gotta pee. and ran to the hall closet to put on his coat. With both hands on the doorknob, John pulled the heavy front door open and jumped outside onto the brick entranceway. I think I twisted my ankle. What a beautiful day this is, John proclaimed as he buttoned up his coat. Can't wait till they invent John took off running towards the open field across the street, forgetting two things. The cat's middle name and how to pick your nose in church. One, to brush his teeth, and two, to close the front door. That place need aired out anyway. The field was a very popular place where the neighborhood kids would love to play soccer, baseball, or just plain run. That's what legs are for. The grown-ups said there used to be a large factory there where a lot of people worked. During the war. I think they made babies. As he ran, John began yelling at the top of his voice, Good morning, trees. Now he's talking to the plants. Good morning, birds. Good morning, postbox. I hope they don't talk back. Good morning to everything I see. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I think he's gone bananas. He came to an abrupt halt in the middle of the overgrown field. Yeah, I hit a tree and started spinning in circles. One of his favorite things to do. Like wiping my nose on the curtains. With his arms stretched 10 feet out, head back and eyes closed tight, he went around and around and around, faster and faster and faster, like a whirlybird helicopter. Look at me, I'm flying! Oh, oh, no, wait, maybe not. Though he did feel a little bit lighter. That's because I just puked. John ended up getting so dizzy he fell to the ground, flat on his back, in a pile of dog poop, all out of breath. When he opened his eyes, he noticed something he hadn't before. There's a pimple on my nose. Or maybe he had just never paid attention to. Over here. Even though he stopped spinning, everything else didn't. Now that's the bear talking. Hmm, he pondered. Perhaps I shook my eyeballs loose. And they're spinning in my head, or my brain is loose. That's what everybody's been telling me. It didn't matter. Either way, he just liked the way it made him feel. Yeah, if you like to feel sick. As he lay there staring at the sky and watching the clouds drift by like leaves in the slow-moving stream. I hope a bird doesn't poop on me. <laughs> he heard a noise. Did I just let one? Footsteps and movement noise coming closer and closer, when suddenly the light from the sky went dark. Oh no, I've gone blind. It was a silhouette of a boy's head, who, by the way, desperately needed a haircut. Careful, those pink things are his 
ears. John instantly recognized the boy's head. It was his best friend, uh, Paul. Second best friend. John, what are you doing, Paul asked. You know, you're slobbering on me. I'm looking at the sky and what? counting all the clouds Two, that pass by, three. John replied. That's what crazy people do. But why? asked Paul, with a very puzzled mm. look on his face. Nah, I just smelled something bad. It's the same sky and the same clouds that we see every day. Just like marshmallows in a toilet bowl. I know, Paul, John agreed. Sometimes I like to look at things because, because... You already said that. Well, just because. Would you care to join me? What would you do if I said yes? Paul replied, why, yes, I would love to join you. When pigs fly out of my butt. Paul laid down right beside John, flat on his back, at opposite ends looking up at the sky. John, your feet stink. Both boys lay there quietly, swishing their feet like windshield wipers. I need my toenails trimmed. After a few moments, Paul asked, without taking his eyes from the sky, Johnny? You can call me Judy. Why is the sky so blue? It sort of makes me sad, and I want to cry. That's weird. He always trusted John's thoughts on such matters. Well, he is eight years old. John replied, Maybe because to be so blue is to be so sad. Now that don't make no sense. John, Paul asked, lifting up to his elbows and looking down at his friend. You got a booger in your nose. John thought about it for a minute on that mind blower. Because... It has decided it simply needed to be. Well, thanks for clearing that up. John also sat straight up, turned to Paul and said, Don't be sad. There is a good reason or it wouldn't be. Like getting your butt paddled. Paul responded, I guess so. John shook his head from side to side, up and down, noticing the world has finally stopped spinning. Duh. Paul stood to his feet, taking the whole world in from left to right and asked John, why does everybody say the world is round mm -hmm. when it is most certainly flat? Because they got rocks in their head. John replied, Now that's a great question, Paul. Let's put it to the test. I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Here's what we'll do. Excuse me! John put both hands on Paul's shoulders and looked straight at him. I've seen prettier faces on a monkey. You close your eyes, John said and slowly count to a hundred, and I will run as far away as I can in that direction. Run, Forrest, run! Pointing to the open area in the field that seemed to go on forever. Like kindergarten. If the world is flat, John said, when you open your eyes, you will still be able to see me. What if they get stuck? If it is round, I will disappear from your sight. Is this a magic trick? Oddly enough, Paul thought that was a brilliant idea. Like making soup in the toilet. And he immediately began to count to 100, out loud and slowly, with his eyes closed, of course. Paul, you sound like my baby sister. Staying true to the rules. Or we don't play at all. Paul finally reached the count of 100. I didn't know I could count that high. And he opened his eyes. John was nowhere to be found. Like my clean underwear. Paul looked to the left and the right and looked all around. Still, no John. Johnny. My name is Judy. He called out, John. Oh, this is Johnny Lemon. But there was still no answer. Paul, now completely amazed, thought the world must be round. Either that or he fell in a hole. 
and there is proof for for anybody who doubt. Paul ran back to his home to tell his father what had just happened. Daddy, John just fell off the earth. No way! Meanwhile, Aunt Mimi was waiting at the entrance of their home when John ran up to her all out of breath. I could use a nap. Quick, let's go inside. I'm playing a trick on Paul. So both went inside, and as John finished taking off his coat, Well, I'm all sweaty inside. And gloating from his cleverness, You the man! Aunt Mimi turned to John and gave him a great big hug and kiss. You know, a handshake would do. Remember, my little Johnny, no matter what, I will always love you. I love you, darling. And love is all you need. The Beatle Boys. 